Welcome back to Advanced BS. Yeah, baby. Yeah, baby, boy. This one's <laughs> this one's a little different than our normal shows because normally there's three of us here. My name is Logan Nielsen over I'm there. I'm Caleb Woodley. And normally we're joined with our friend Steve Wonderlick where we uh, talk about things. But this one, Steve's uh, out of town. Our schedules have been different. So that's why we're not wrapping up our Dungeons & Dragons quest. But we wanted to stay on theme, so me and Caleb are going to be talking about the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Oh, you mean the seminal hit from the year two thousand? Yes, yes, the huge hit, the movie that it cost it cost forty five million dollars to make. Oh, and here's the impressive part: you don't see a dollar of that <laughs> spent in the movie. Yeah, I, I, I'm sure a lot of people don't remember this movie i remember seeing the trailer when it came out and i only remember it because oh hey weird Dungeons and dragons has marlon wayans in it like that's literally all i remember oh, man i was so excited for this movie were you really and frankly watching it again i got excited again. right because you saw it when it came out i saw it when it came out i didn't see it in theaters i, I think i saw it okay. like whenever it was released just like on video yeah yeah i my brother and i were definitely like both like oh dungeons and dragons this is gonna be sweet and this is before lord of the rings yeah and 2000 so when like, this came out so like we went, we weren't hyped by like a super good like fantasy movie that i could remember i mean i had seen That's other fan- i mean i had seen willow which i love yeah. and i had seen other fantasy movies but like there wasn't nothing- a lot of fantasy in the 90s in the late well in the late 90s I especially think- late night but even early 90s because like if you like uh never-ending story highlander not that's not really Highlander would have been though. 80s too, wasn't it? Wasn't that 88? They had a runner there where they kept making Well, them. yeah, I they had was... they had more, but I think but they got yeah. less theatrical released as they <laughs> as they went. <laughs> I mean, yeah, cuz really in the 90s, especially the late 90s, that was where fantasy was really relegated to the sci-fi channel. Wait, are we are we cracking this now? Did D&D start fantasy being interested in the mainstream again? Yeah, this movie. This this specific this movie. This specific movie. <laughs> Because everyone's like, oh, man, I'd love to see this done well. And so, yep, so they <laughs> I'd love to see a good fantasy movie. Yeah, Peter Jackson saw this and just like, ugh, someone's got to make a good someone's, movie. Uh, he, he was making, uh, he would have been making uh, Dead Alive. During no, the- not at this point. This would have no. been earlier than that. No, this he would have been gearing up for, uh, oh, no, that's not who I'm thinking of. Oh, maybe this would have been. When did Dead About Alive same, come yeah. out? Because, I mean, I know that Lord of the Rings came out in 2001, right? It was either 2001, 2002, one of those, something like that. Well, you know, now I'm just going to Google Peter Jackson. We're going to <laughs> we're going to get to the bottom of this. Oh man! But uh, while you're doing that, yes, I'm, please, let's, we're we watched this movie, and you know what? I I don't want to just talk about my uh, dislike for it. I'd, I'd like to get it out that like I this didn't. Is a, this is a bad movie. It's it's a bad movie, but I love the things inside of the bad movie. Like I love. I love watching someone make such a crazy choice that it makes that character uh, just a, like watchable in the fact that like, wow, that was the choice and no one stopped you. This would have been for Peter Jackson. No, uh, Dead Alive was 92. Oh, I, I was way that was 90s. Uh, no, but uh, 90, his, before Lord of the Rings, his last movie was The Frighteners in 96. Oh, that's a fun one. That is a fun one. That's it fun does one. not hold up. No. I did. I watched it recently, and oh, I was I was bummed because I really liked that movie when it came mm-hmm. out. But it does not hold up. <laughs> but then I, he was probably actually since this came out in two thousand, he would have already been working on Lord, Lord of the Rings, Rings since they worked on that for so fucking long. They worked. Yeah, they did that year and a half. I bet they were probably in filming. They probably weren't even in post production yet. 
Do you think? In well, they might. They would have. Yeah, because they they would have shot. They shot for a full year. Months. It was like yeah, over months, a year. Yeah. So they they he would have been shooting it when this came out, and then probably when this was shooting, they would have been in pre production. I bet they all went to it and kind of laughed. They're all like, <laughs> "We're gonna make such a better movie." <laughs> well, or they were just like, "I hope this doesn't destroy interest in fantasy." Because we just spent over a year, we just spent a year and a half making three big ass fantasy films. You know what? They were probably just chilling out and surfing in New Zealand. Probably didn't even see movies. I'm I'm assuming they actually had nothing. I'm sure none of them have seen this movie, <laughs> and I'm sure Jeremy Irons wants none of them to see it. Aw, it's it's what? What are you, you going to say? He's good or something? Because he's not. And I love Jeremy Irons. Don't get me wrong. He. He, because he doesn't He's just. They, they're different. Like the acting choices that are made by Jeremy Irons. Like everyone's choices in this movie. Uh, it is as if we just throwing that word choices around. Well, they just. It's inside of it. They all are in a different movie, or their understanding of what movie they're in. Well, because here's my is thing. different levels. Yeah, because here's with Jeremy Irons. I've I've seen him like go crazy in other movies, or or you see other movies like this where there is a big name actor who just gets. You know who goes over the top mm-hmm, and they have fun mm-hmm. with it, but Jeremy Irons doesn't even look like he's having fun with it. He looks like oh, he was he yeah. looks like he was told to just be big, and then he just did that because he looks like he's just like he. I see the soul leaving him. Like I see like, <laughs> and it wasn't a compu- a bad computer effect either. No, no this is you see <laughs> yeah. the light behind yeah. his eyes. There's, yeah, there's plenty of bad mist CG mist in this movie. But oh, that's what we start on. That's the a, opening of the film. Is a voiceover that explains the uh, the, the rules of the war. Yeah, D- the Dungeons and Dragon movie takes place in a world that isn't named. I don't know. I don't remember. No, if they, they did. Did they, they call it? They called it. Oh, that's right. Because they. Because none. Mm-hmm. Here's the other thing in this movie. No one. <laughs> no one pronounces the same. The the same words the same way. And that's like, to, to my point. How they all are in different movies. Yes. Oh man. It, well, it's, it's like how. It's like how uh, in the making of the first Star Wars in Episode Four, like mm-hmm. there was part like you'll notice like. Uh, they'll pronounce things kind of slightly different from each other that mm-hmm. wasn't supposed to be. That's because no one knew what these things were yet. George Lucas was under so much pressure that some things kind of slipped through the cracks of like pronunciation mm-hmm. and stuff like that. But that at least they were making this big, awesome movie under a lot of pressure. Th- this movie, I don't even, it seems like no one decided to even pronounce anything to like to tell anybody that they're just like, yeah, sure. Fine. And just like walked away like I don't. It's, it's. It seems. It seems like like they were like, yeah, that'll work. Like like a lot of as far as like some. I mean, I think they said that when they finished the final cut of this movie, they went, Meh, that'll work because oh, there man. is there are there are. I don't think we we discussed this before. I don't think they finished shooting this movie. Oh yeah, absolutely. Because we're gonna cover. We're gonna get into the movie. There are full scenes that were clearly skipped that have a lot of information, and someone just has to be like, ah, oh, no, we did so much off camera. <laughs> So the voiceover starts telling yeah. us about the land of either Izmer or Izmer. Yeah, we've heard, we hear it pronounced. I think there's three different. I think I've heard Izmer, Izmir, and Izmer. Yep, no, and Izmer. Izmer the ma- is the Because the main guide goes Izmer. Oh, you mean Bland Renfro? Bland, yeah, because I kept calling him Brad Renfro, and then we decided to call him Bland Renfro. Uh, uh, who's play, oh he's because he's a nobody he's and I I don't I don't mean that but he actually is just no one of note. Well, and and that's the thing. There's like. Marlon Wayans, Jeremy Irons, and Thora Birch. Everyone else did nothing after yeah. this movie. 
Well, yeah. Oh just, wait, no, I take that back. The unnamed dwarf. Let, we should just get into it. Yeah. So it's, just Justin Wallen plays plays the character of Ridley, and you don't find out his name is Ridley till it, no one is named in this movie till about halfway through the movie. No one like they all meet and they all start developing arcs together, and then. There's points where we're just like, we don't know any... And there's one character that we will cover who is not named through the entire movie. <laughs> sure, acts like he's a main character, but does no one gives him a name at all. Oh, man. But so it starts with Jeremy Irons. He plays the the evil wizard, Profian. Ugh. Him and his, uh, his henchman, Blue Lips... A Damador. Uh, Damador, which I thought first... This is another one where they pronounced it three different ways. Because the first time I heard it pronounced, I thought it was Badamada. Do, 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 Badamada. You have to whisper it, though. Badamada. Yeah, because that's his style. He says anything. And then I thought it was just Damada. And then about 40 minutes in, someone said Damadar. And that is what it is. But... In the first oh. half of that movie, no one says the R at the end of that name. Oh, I thought it was Damador. Uh, this is the this is it might be Damador. But... You know what? That's the point though. Again, about this movie that no one speaks the same way and yeah. accents go in and out because it's gonna sound like Oof. maybe me and Caleb didn't fully pay attention that we don't know what's going on and that's not fair because no one who made this movie knew what was going on. So we're on par with everybody <laughs> else who was near this thing. But but so so Profian, I'm just gonna call him Damador. I just or Damador. I don't even know. I'm gonna call him Blue Lips, blue lips. Uh, and that's oh. because he has blue lips. He has periwinkle blue lips. It is as if the makeup artist like wanted some. They were like put something fantasy in there, and she like pulled out a bag from her yeah. Claire, like from Claire's, like that, like that teen. Isn't that like uh, Claire's? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like where you get your ears pierced. Yeah, and yeah. Stuff? Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's where all the girls got their ears pierced. Yeah, yeah. And they had like there's like uh, like the whole store is just pink. Like it's like someone like pulled out their bag and was like, "This is a weird fantasy color," and just smeared it all over it's, his lips. It's like the in Star Trek when like the laziest version of an alien is just like, ah, they got they got long eyebrows. You know, what I mean, it felt like that. They're just like, oh no, he's magic because his lips are blue. And it's like, no, that's not, because it just looks dumb. Because it doesn't even look like it's his skin. It just looks like he's wearing blue lipstick. Like they didn't. Yeah. It, it doesn't look like that's just like his thing. Like his, like that's it how it just looks like blue lipstick. It just, yeah. yeah. It, does, it, it doesn't. It doesn't look like it's like a genetically part of his li- or like or like something that like happened yeah. to him. Like he woke up and his lips are blue. It looks like he actively wakes up every morning and applies several. Uh, layers. It looks like right before they started rolling the camera, he furiously ate a fun dip and then, <laughs> and, then, and then ran up. And they were like, action! He's rolling. That's why, because it was so dry because of all the fun dip. That's oh, what, oh, that's why he's whispering the whole time. No, I'm so thirsty right now. Oh, God. I wish I didn't eat the stick as well. <laughs> I took it down fast, too. Now I can't get any more fun dip. But Profian and Blue Lips, they they're they're making a stick. There's a there's a staff in like a one of those. Stick for fun dips. <laughs> yes, Damada, I'm making a fun dip stick. I'll have to lick my finger now oh, instead oh. to get my fun dip. Oh, you're, you're so oh, you're so I hate you, Damada. <laughs> I hate you. Don't worry, you'll hate me more later. I, I, oh, I know. We'll go. <laughs> we will cover more. How much more I hate you, Damada, later. But they have this, it's a staff, or as everyone keeps calling it in the a movie, rod. a rod. Oh, they, God. They're, okay, so there's these magic staffs that can control dragons, so you can control an army of dragons. But they all call them rods. And 
I, we're uh, yes, we're a little immature, so, but but also the lines of dialogue they have, like they say, "Give me the rod," so many times. Well, not they say, "Give me the rod." They say, "Seek your rod." Seek your rod. Uh, yeah, like we need to get that rod, or like it's yeah. just it's they really it's, just they overuse the word rod, so it loses yes. meaning. Like yes. it really, it's one of those when you keep saying it, your brain kind of yeah, just it all it does is like analyze the sound rather than like oh that means a thing yeah that's true no it absolutely started having that for me because they just they kept saying rod and like say staff it's a staff like it was like or or give it a give it a give it a magic fantasy give it a magic name they just i mean i think they might have said it right away in the beginning and then they just kept calling it rod like or dragon summoner or like uh anything anything i mean first name your characters second (laughs) name magic items it was really like watching a bad improv scene when someone doesn't name a character and you're like you're like there's some like subtle anxiety until someone goes right mom and then you laugh oh great someone has a name well, but they or, never have a name it's, yeah. it's not only there's a dwarf character an elf character i don't think either one of them had a name no no, no for sure the dwarf character didn't because they all just called him dwarf and then in the credits he has like a goofy ass name but like it's it, like a gut gut bringer or gut <laughs> gut wrencher it's like something gut, gut something gut bringer or gut gut uh gut Gut torture, gut, uh, uh, gut worst. I can't even. I don't even know if he's in the. So like they try and craft a rod because because oh, I the think, whole I think the power structure. I think he's Elwood. I think is what. Yeah. Oh nice. Elwood something or other, but they just call him dwarf the whole time, or the dwarf. It's very insane. Yeah, and uh, he just joins the. Qu- <sighs> Sorry, we just. Yeah, we gotta get. We gotta get. We gotta stay on task here. So it's we're a, never gonna get. So through Jer- it. Jeremy Irons and Blue Lips are yeah, trying we, to. We, just just for the record, we have not gotten past minute two of this movie and and the first few minutes like you're introduced to some horrendous cgi right away oh man because this was in 2000 and this was in that era of movies when everyone wanted to use cg like crazy but no one knew how i like to call it a sweet spot (laughs) a sweet spot (laughs) oh man yes it is mortal Kombat level cgi oh my god it is it It is. is And that is no compliment. No, it's not. Especially for a movie that had a $45 million budget. Yeah, it is. $45 million. When they don't use it on the set dressing, because the first set you see it, like, you pan in on this, like, a water uh, spout something. Yeah, yeah, something that's, water's coming from it, and there is a single, like, bleached white skull that they borrowed from the local community college that was doing Hamlet. Right placed on it and, and that is the only place that's the only indication that you know that this is evil and that's it it was very clearly just like, oh we put a skull there these are bad guys and it's just <laughs> like we we'll figure that out because then jeremy irons walks in and is just like i'm the bad guy like that's how he's like that's how the movie starts like oh, and the veins never leave his face no the, no the, they don't the uh, the throbbing he's, veins he's yeah to offset blue lips constant whispering jeremy irons is at 11 the whole time just oh. screaming and snarling and just, just the bo- and the way he does his voice because he's, he's back like like that's, that's not me even doing like a bad impression. That's actually oh, that's pretty actually spot. Pretty, that's pretty good. I'm Jeremy Irons in Dungeons and Dragons. Like that. Holy shit! No, that's like listening audience. Go watch this movie. <laughs> oh, we'll give you time. Uh, yep. But then, uh, but then, rewind again and listen to that impression. That was spot on. Did you enjoy the film? Like <laughs> I didn't. Oh, Domador, get out of here. I was wondering if you had no. any more fun dip. Oh no, no one no, I didn't buy it. No one has just fun dip in their house. No. Oh, Domador. Do you have an extra Pepsi Cola? 
<laughs> you just want Pepsi now? I found I'm addicted to sugar now. Oh, Domador. You got it. Oh, all right, I'll it... look somewhere else. Oh, that poor... He has an insulin pump. Oh, yeah. No, it's he's got that one that just like stays with you all <laughs> yep. the time. Yeah, he's not doing well. Right. He is he's not doing he's well. got to take better care of himself. Oh, he is. That's all I know. He is. Especially after the things that happened to him in this movie. Oh, my God. Let's get back into we'll get, it. We'll so, get back so the whole swing it. of the movie. Uh, Jeremy Irons wants a rod. still in the opening shot. We're Jeremy st- Irons, wants, Jeremy a Irons wants a rod. He wants it real bad. Because the power structure of this world of Izmir, 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 Izmir uh, is uh, that whoever has the rod or a rod controls that color dragons. of dragons. And the, because, there's, because the separation in the world is there are the mages mm-hmm. who are magic people and then there's just normal folks who aren't mages who are, what they call them, no less than slaves or something yeah, like something that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, no less than slaves. They're the commoners and they keep getting which called is commoners. Which they said that in the opening thing. They are no less than slaves. And it's like, they're, they're actually not. They all have their own lives. They all own businesses. Yeah, they're, they're like, like, like none of them are slaves. Uh, like really, I don't think there's actually any slaves in this movie at all. No. No, there's not. But a apparently, slave. everyone in the world is a slave. Yeah, it's and very, it's, a, it's very strange. It's like it, it is, it is a caste system to be sure. For sure. But like that, that was definitely just using a phrase to make it sound intense, more dramatic. It, it, yeah, exactly. Because there is, there's no drama. Like really, no. in in the because here's the thing too. There's no, there's no setup to the stakes. Like yeah, there's stakes once the the rod comes into play and dragons and stuff. But there's no, it's never explained why Profian wants to overthrow the Empress. That's the whole plot. Is Profian wants to get the rod so he can control dragons, so he can take over the Empress, like get rid of her, and then rule the city. But there's not. There's no reason, like, like his people have been beaten. Because he, he even says at one point, he's like, then I will take what is rightfully mine. Yeah, but that's never explained of why it's, it's not his. Like, I mean, like, okay, so in Lion King, if we're going to use other movies, of, in Lion, well, uh, also uh, Jeremy Irons. Jer- yeah, right? different movie where Jeremy Irons trying to overthrow a king, which had a much better plot. Because because he's passed over. In this, yes. it's not even like he's passed over. He's no. just a he's just a, a bureaucrat, essentially. And But he's also not even a bureaucrat. He's actually really high-ranking because he kind of shuts down a lot of the stuff the Empress says. Like, he's the only other one that goes on the floor and, like, like debates with her oh so it, he's almost like an equal to her but it's very unclear is what, there a, is there a boring uh medieval senate hearing yes there is there i think there's two or three two or three boring of them. medieval senate oh hearings. yes oh oh that really nothing nothing is accomplished in them except for jeremy Irons walks in and is just like i'm the bad guy remember like that's kind of it like, i think it would have been more intriguing if somehow blue lips and profian had maybe like tried to set up a puppet play and and make a, engage in a filibuster. Like I mean, that, yeah, that actual politics would have been more. That would have been more interesting. <laughs> if it had like clicked over to C-SPAN, I would have been. I would have been like, oh, okay, they're gonna try and pass a bill. We're gonna see how that's made. We're <laughs> yeah. gonna learn something. But in actuality, yeah, they some would, good could come out of this movie. They would go in, say fantasy words, and like we like if you've been listening, you know we know some fantasy words. Mm-hmm. We can do this. But like, oof, that was, they, they would say things. Oh, man. It was really, it was quite fun to watch uh, Jeremy Irons and Thora Birch in the same scene, though. Because Thora Birch was, was doing nothing and Jeremy oh, Irons was, was just doing shouting everything, everything oh. he was doing. <laughs> he, was, he was hitting the back of the theater when the camera was right in his face. So it was yeah. absolutely unnecessary. He, he was just gnawing on all of the scenery and... and <laughs> And Thora Birch like licked part of the scenery, like that's all she wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm I'm fairly certain she didn't leave her trailer until they started film. Like she was right next to there. No, I'm not leaving until you say action 
or I am going to, you give me exactly five minutes. You say one second earlier, I am not getting on that. I'm not getting on the set. You think so? Oh, I don't think she wanted to be there. Well, no one wanted to be there. No one. It's very clear in this movie. The only the only one who wants to kind of be there is the guy who plays. Because we're talking about these people who aren't even the main characters. Because <laughs> the main character, he I think wanted to be there because he's trying hard. Bland he's just, Renfro. He's just yeah. He's just not good enough. But he's he's trying. <laughs> he's trying, and I'll give him that. He's trying to have fun. He's trying to be an interesting character because he's trying to like have like swagger to it, but he he's just not interesting. He wants to be Han Solo so Absolutely. Bad, but it's not working. Because that's what they probably told him is you're Han Solo in this movie. Uh-huh. And there's other Star Wars references. like kind of. Uh-huh. This movie has like really great, and they're kind of subtle. It's not overt, but there are like moments where it's like we're just ripping off. Because the opening scene too, he tries, uh, Profian tries to control a dragon and then that staff doesn't work. So they drop the, the gates, the gate door onto the dragon and kills it like the Rancor. Like in yeah, the Rancor in uh, Return, Return of the Jedi, yeah, it's it is it, it's just and it looks like a shot for shot, like right as yeah. it drops, and then his like arm even moves a little bit like the Rancor, yeah. and he like gives one little whine before he dies. It's like exactly it's pretty, yeah. Like just the movements are really similar. Like we're not just saying like if a door drops on something, you're ripping off Star Wars, but it's like it. Like the pacing of it is kind of the same. It's exactly the same as the, as the Rancor move, which is weird. And then a bunch of CG blood comes out, which it looks oh, wonderful. It is amazing. And then it hits the water and sets the water on fire. And then we follow that out into the bay and watching the castle where it's happening and just watching the water on fire is Bland Renfro mm. and snails, uh, played by Marlon, Marlon Wayans. Wayans. R- Ridley and snails. Snails is the only one who gets named up top because Ridley, we don't know his name for a long time. Yeah. Because I remember I kept asking, like, who are these people? <laughs> no one has said a name ever. Like, they're seriously, none of them are named until until after we meet all of them, well after we meet all of them. And they only ever say names when they start talking about each other when they're not there. So we start being, so we did start being like, because they mentioned Marion, who's end up being, who's the magic girl we meet. Oh, no, her name is Marina. Marina, that's it. No, no, and I thought her name was Marie, because, like, they also drop no, they pronunciations. Drop, exactly, that's what I'm saying, because they didn't say Domador, they said Domada the whole time. And then yeah, I thought her name was just Marie, and then it was suddenly Marina or Mar- what? The, Marina, that's Marina, what it is. yeah, yeah. Because at one point they were just like, ah, Marie, like they just. <laughs> but so they're watching. They see the the water on fire, and and Bland Renfro is just like, oh, water on fire, crazy, right? And Snails is like, I know. And then they're like, we should go rob the magic school. No, rob magic school, not the magic school. Rob like, magic. That's right. Like, that's they, no, that is a that big is like, difference. The, You're right. The, well, it's the title of yes. this place, rather than again. Call, call it anything else. Give it some name. Like make something up. Like uh, imagine if Hogwarts was just called Wizard School. Oh, like like that'd be a bummer. <laughs> we're on we're on a train to Wizard School, yeah. not the Hogwarts Express. Not like there's yeah. a lack of specificity that is frustrating. Yeah. Ugh. And like the things inside some some of the lore things like dragon's blood automatically sets water on fire that's crazy and awesome and they never I thought maybe that was going to come back and it or that maybe at all. like dragon's blood is important somehow in yeah. crafting a rod or something because they led us to believe that crafting a rod is something that might come up again it does not yeah not at all because because then, then after his one fails he's just like ah I guess we're gonna have to find one like that's, like that's, that's it that's it oh well. Because now, we'll, now we'll have because to the empress, it out. yeah, because the empress has one that can control dragons, but like she hasn't figured out how to use it yet or some shit, and so Profian wants. So like, just take hers, kill her, and take her. I don't know, whatever. But, but like they can't, they can't 
kill the empress. Yeah, they have to like trick her into like giving. Oh, that's part of the. That's part of the. Oh my god. Because so because just because they see it, snails and Bland Renfro, they're like, we're gonna rob magic school, and uh, it seems like we're jumping over something. We're not. They're literally just in that scene, and they just decide they're gonna Let's go rob magic. They're just gonna go rob magic school. This is gonna get us so much prestige in the thieves guild. In the thieves guild, yeah. That's the thing. That's another tease of like this weird like political thing that they never really they explore a little bit, but not much. Like there's a there. They gloss over just so much in this movie. There's so much just glossing over, but everything is so intricate and convoluted. But so they go to magic school, and there's an old guy there working with Marina. The, who is, she, and she's a klutz. She's got glasses. Glasses and her, and her hair's, hair's up in a bun. She's a klutz. She, for that scene, immediately after she leaves, the next scene, hair down, done all sexy, no glasses. It's the quickest she's all thatting I've ever uh. seen in a movie. And oh that's why, I, in my notes, I, she's just referred to as she's all that. Because, again, <laughs> they don't call her Marina until another 45 minutes later. We <laughs> started making up names for characters. We had to. Except for, except for Snails. Snails was the only one. And we just kept calling him Marlon Wayans anyway. <laughs> but Snails is the only name that we... Profian and Snails are the only names that are used right away. And Empress, which isn't even a name, but she's just the Empress. The Empress, yeah. But the main character is... The main... Because Marina and 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 Bland Renfro, they are they become the the will they won't they couple. Uh, we don't know either of their names, so we just know these two bland honkies are looking <laughs> at each other. Like that's all we know. But so uh, so then so snails and Bland go to to rob magic school, and then they break some shit. So Marina hears them and comes out and like ties them up with a magic rope, and then Blue Lips shows up. Yes, because the staff is like at that school. It's very unclear. But or they the, know there's a map. There's a map to the staff. That's what it is. There's a map to the staff, and they... Uh, staff map. Uh, she has, like, dust that she keeps opening up portals with, and she's dragging them through these yeah. portals, and they're wrapped up together. Uh, so I, think she- I think that's the first time we see full costumes for the evil guys, or the bad guys, who are entirely yeah. shiny plastic costumes. It's very, like, it's very clearly... Like, if you remember those, uh, like, He-Man plastic... Like, the, the He-Man chest plate you could buy and, like, strap it on, like... The, that type of old plastic costume, it's very clearly all those guys have plastic armor and it's painted silver. Because there was one point, remember, it was a close-up, and I paused and I said, that is plastic. That yeah, is very clearly absolutely. plastic. And, and, uh, and that's what you got to do in movies, but you got to hide it better. Or like, And it's very clear all the weapons, because remember, the, the dwarf's axe is oh. so, it, like, you see it wobble. It's so clearly foam. Like, Every single one of the swords and stuff, they, they're, they're weightless. Like, they haven't... They're they weightless. And they're, they're needlessly thick. Like, they're too bulky, too. Because if yeah. they were metal, they'd be heavy as shit. I feel like a lot of people, like, every time an actor was, like, probably had, like, a deep sigh, like, a <sighs> on set, like, a, oh, I'm giving up. They had someone screaming in the face, it's fantasy, remember? Like, <laughs> that's what I feel like. I'm just like, Ugh. Well, yeah, they had people say that because clearly they were just shooting at Ren Fairs. Like, that's... <laughs> so, so, yeah, they got Barkers out front telling them to have a good time. Oh, every set looks borrowed. Every set is, yeah. It, oh, it's it's very clear they built no sets, or and the sets they did build are very obvious because they're incredibly small and just gray walls. Like they, they, uh, like I, did did Jeremy Irons get paid forty million dollars and I they had five million left because to like, pay to pay Marlon Wayans, <laughs> and then they kind of just had everyone bring their they, own yeah. costumes, and then they had they had just stuff. Hang, yeah, bring your own costume, make your own. Yeah, kind of tattered shirt. But they oh. so then so then bland snails and she's all that they leave they're getting they're getting chased, being chased. And, they, and they get followed through a portal and, after, by, and by chased we mean briskly walked after because 
oh. for some reason, Damada refuses to run. Oh, he absolutely and, does not run. And just refuses. Like, he'll actually tell his men, like, oh, wait. And it's like, why? You're the yeah, bad that guy. Was, that was in the middle of the thing. Like, it's it's really like, after them. And he just says, because right after the scene, because they leave, and then that's where we meet Dwarf, and he's just a dwarf. He's a, a, a guy, like... He's, he's in the a, trash. He's, he's a, living in the trash. He's, he, a, he's yeah. a real Oscar the Grouch of himself. Yes, yeah, well, he actually, yeah, he's in a pile of trash, and he's got a big red beard. He looks like Gweldor from the Masters of the Universe movie. Oh, you remember that? That's good a, that's reference. A, that is a spot-on reference. Thank you, sir. You are very welcome. And thank you to the, the four other people who will get that. Oh, but yeah, they, do yourself a favor, watch that movie. But too. he gets up and he's drunk and he's like, I'll fight Blue Lips for no reason. Blue Lips knocks him over and then he's like, Well, come with me. And they jump down a garbage chute, another uh, thing reminiscent uh, of Star Wars. Uh, and then right after that, where are they? A fucking cantina. Because they're in a bar after that and it starts with opening on a monster and it pans past all the monsters. I think that's the one set they might have built because they did that long tracking shot mm-hmm. along the bar and like up and stuff. And that's actually a really interesting, fun shot to establish there in this like four four story like cantina bar yeah and it's a clear rip but it's still like oh that's yeah. an interesting shot because it's it started right away because I, I just said right i'm like they're cantina it's the cantina now oh, but so now they're hanging out so now the four of them oh this is the most disgusting thing in the movie oh <sighs> yeah oh, the dwarf God. the dwarf likes to eat and he's eating chicken in this scene when they're in the bar because the <sighs> other ones are sorting out sorry stuff he's eating chicken and at one point there is just a just a half of a chicken not even have to but like part of it looks like it's like chewed up it looks like like there's a, a like chicken pudding hanging out of his mouth like Ugh. it looks so disgusting it is because it cut to him and i we were collectively we both just went oh it is and then Ugh. it went back and we were just like why like, like i hope i hope I, I hope he's you know finished you know chewing no for the rest of the scene there's about six pounds of chicken just, just hanging, hanging off, off his the face. front of his like, face totally unnecessary like oh he's a slob great as, okay as unnecessary as his character's presence in this movie because he does nothing he doesn't do anything to help does he, he he does nothing to help the only thing he does of note is he breaks the fourth wall later oh That's the, my god yes we will, we will get to that but Ugh. oh boy Ugh. and so they're all sitting in this bar and they have the map and uh, uh, she's all that and Bland Renfro are looking Ugh. at it and then they say some magic words and they get sucked into the map and then blue lips shows and up he shows up he keeps showing up inconceivably show- and and not attacking them. and that's where he shows because yeah, this is the one where the first one he shows up to the bar they've already like killed a guy like they're the bad guys like they're killing people they're yeah. causing trouble in public like they're evil and also they're like they're like an army they uh, people are they afraid always, of them they always outnumber Bland yeah. Renfro and she's all that. But also they have power because Profi like Profian controls them and he's like a big time deal. Like he's they, a ma- a mage with a with a plan. It's it seems like they could just do whatever they want and especially if it's like no oh, hold on we're looking for this fugitive. But instead he walks in. They all see snails and he just goes wait for no reason and they do nothing else. They just stand by the door. They just stand there until the dwarf decides to attack. Yes, uh, oh no, and then when they're running away, the dwarf is running away. Sorry, this, we didn't give him enough credit. He does do other stuff. He, he runs away once, he you're right. He runs away, knocks over one chair, and that oh, incites incite a bar brawl. The laziest bar brawl. It is the laziest bar brawl, and it started in the most, like, that is what leads me to believe that he, this might be their only built set because of the, the reverence oh, they want to be that ca- all of the extras have for the actual set. So they're, they're, <laughs> they're fighting all trying to be is careful. so slow in court. Like, it's... <laughs> 
so slow and like and there's we, no there's not a drop of food spilled no, no we got to be able to reuse all of this guy so don't break anything because yeah because he doesn't even like flip a chair he kind of just pushes one, one over. over like it's like real lazy and that for some reason gets the whole place they're like fight. Whoa, he knocked over our chair we yeah. better all fight about and it then, like, yeah ugh. and then finally blue lips is like let's chase him and then they get caught in the fight so then dwarf and snails leave, and they they, they briefly meet uh, an elf chick who snails oh, wants to hit on. Oh, snail! Oh no, he he drops uh, he drops some game on her. Uh, oh man, I forget what he says. It's- he, he drops it. Well, but right before he drops game on her, he uh, drops a little person. Cause there's remember there's a oh my there's a gosh, little there's yeah. a little person sitting there's on a bar stool yeah. next to her, and he just walks up, picks him up, and, and puts a, him down, and says uh, and says. Uh, uh, Excuse me, little man. Picks him up yeah. and just and scoots him on his way. Because I didn't, I didn't catch it. I was looking away, and then Caleb just goes, "Did he just throw that guy in the ground?" <laughs> he just walks up, he takes the guy, goes, "Excuse me," throws him down, so he can talk to this lady. So he can, and so this lady, what, what do we call her? We called her like oh, she's a uh, knock. She's a knockoff Angelina Jolie. I called her Blangelina Jolie. Oh, oh, it was, it was, it was because the yeah, leaf was for Elf. But it was, it was Blangelina Faux Leaf. Is what oh, we called her. Oh, there it is. Her. Yeah, it is. Cause she, yeah, cause she has kind of a a vague Jolie look to her. But She's like androgynous with like yeah. really big lips. Yeah, and like yeah. She has that and like just that that look to her and like and like the like perfectly round like eyes, mm-hmm. like very open eyes that Angelina like has. But like huge eyes, big lips, like a strong like uh, jaw and big cheekbones, and like she's wearing like silver catcher's equipment. Like as oh her my, armor. That's right. Her outfit is she's wearing khakis and then catcher's shin guards painted silver. Oh. I forgot about that. Because remember, at one point, she's <laughs> she's crouched down like tracking because elves are trackers or whatever. And I just go, is she wearing khakis? And she fucking is. Those she's, are khakis. Oh, yeah. Those That is for dress cash day at work. Like, that is what she... Like. She, is, she is elvish casual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so... But now she's a part of the story, and who cares? She gets in... Well, she she, like, comes and goes. She's, yeah, she's never yeah. like nailed well, yeah, down after that, to, the, to the little fellowship we've got going. right. Because after that point, we don't see her for a little bit, and then snails and the dwarf get away, and they're hanging out in the woods. And then she's all that, and Bland Renfro pop back out of the map. And this was this was the, the would you have something or oh, just I off am, of what I'm, about oh, to I'm say. so excited because this is this was the most egregious thing in this movie, the thing that pissed me off the most <laughs> because they pop out. And they're just like, oh, well, the- they end the scene like they end the scene inside of it, like as they're, as they're, yeah, as they're, coming yeah, out, they're like, right. oh, well, I never would have believed that was a wraith or something like yeah. to that effect. There's very end it with a wraith. And you're like, what and that's what I mean, where I don't think they shot everything because I think there was supposed to be something in that map and they just didn't shoot it because they just pop out and then they're like, oh, the wraith inside the map says we have to go here and we have to get this, we have to get the eye of the dragon ruby so then that will show us, that's the key to unlocking the place so we can get the staff. And then Snails is like, screw that, let's get out of here. And Bland Renfro is just like, yeah, but I kind of sort of promised to retrieve it. And I'm like, so you're telling me the entire inciting incident that takes us into Act 2, we don't get to see? Yeah, we don't We get, don't get to see it. We are not invested in him getting this rod because we didn't no. see him make a promise. We didn't see... All we know is that And he, there's no reason... Because before that, he's bitching about it, and then it just... He's like, I don't want to do it. And then he's just like, ah, I promised to do it. Like, so we didn't even... Like, there was no change. There was no... It, it's it's not as if he's it's not as if he's forced in by no. honor that we've seen like we don't and we don't even see he is a thief we don't see him have honor yeah, at exactly all. 
At one point, he references Honor Among Thieves like later, but like, like there's no, there's nothing saying he's. And kind of later in the movie, it kind of implies that he's somehow chosen, but that's never actually said. But he, there's it, no like I, you again. Would, this you movie, would imagine the way the way that he's treated. You would imagine he has like a special birthmark he can't talk about, or like maybe he's like wears a necklace that his parents left him with at the orphanage, or something like that. But there is nothing this, like that. This movie is it's Star Wars if you only hung out with C three PO. Like you know what I mean? Like oh my if, God. if you're only with him off the site, then he's he's like staying there at one point. He's like, oh well, everybody's off doing the story. So I'm this, just this is, I'll just be here. This is R2's uh, Star Wars story, but even even R2 is is in it too much. Like they they <laughs> like really they really stay away from the actual plot of the, of the movie. You know, like I'm, I'm just trying to come up with tertiary characters. So this is Bail Organa's. Uh, yeah, this is Bail Organa. Yeah, this is this is following him. This is this is yeah. Uh, this is what Mon Mothma was doing on Saturday. <laughs> this is the, yeah the, the Saturday before they decide to attack the Death Star. This is what Mon Mothma's doing. That's what this is. <laughs> I, I, it's just this is Porkins. Uh. <laughs> How many more tertiary characters? Ooh. Yeah, this is this is a real. This is a Bib Fortuna's Saturday. That's what this, this is. A Bib- <laughs> This is what was his name? <laughs> ah, I can't think of it. This is this is Max Rebo at band practice. This is when this is. <laughs> this is a uh, 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 what's his I name? hope the th- crumb, I, uh, cr- salacious crumb, salacious crumb. Oh, yeah. I couldn't do it. Yeah, this is yeah when, pull it off. when yeah when Jabba the Hutt goes out to the store when he this is when salacious crumb gets left in his crate at home. This is what this is uh, when he. Uh, Ugh, but, the rancor beast is in there. Ugh. But yeah, so we so we just missed the entire inciting incident to to go on the fucking quest. This is this is if Star Wars, if in Star Wars, if they just skipped Luke finding Luke meeting Obi Wan Kenobi and finding the uh, Owen and Baru. Yeah, finding the message, seeing Owen and Baru. If you just skipped that whole segment and then we were just suddenly at the cantina, at Mos Eisley Cantina. Yep. And then we're just, and then they're oh, just that like, is so accurate. And they're like, oh, we need a cruiser. And then we're just like, who are you? Why do you need this? Like, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's- well, and then like skip that right on to the Millennium Falcon, just being like, I guess yeah, yeah. On then a ship. Yeah, now. then jump their getaway and just jump to playing chess. Just jump to them playing, like. <laughs> That's what, I, I do you think do it's you think so easy was, to not skip those things because they're I so think, easy. I think well, I think what happened is there was forty five million apparently, but I think that they like ran out of money or time or both and just had to go, oh, these are implied scenes that would have like that wraith has to be computerized. So like that, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm wondering if they couldn't if it was gonna be a CG wraith and mm-hmm. then maybe just didn't Oh, I would bet have that, the is, time that is one hundred percent of what I'm, that's what. Yeah, that's my theory too. Is I, I just think they just were just like, oh, I don't know. We'll just talk about it. Nah. So they decide they're gonna go on the quest, and the dwarf is with them now. And this is the scene because where they're just like, he's like, who will pay me? And they're like, I'll pay you. Someone says, no, we'll we'll talk about that later. And, and she's like, we'll talk about that later. We'll pay you later. And then they all walk away. And then oh. the dwarf does the slowest burn to the camera. Looks and it's a right, slow pan in. Slow, it's yeah. It pushes in real slow. He looks at it and shakes his head and like, mm, bad way to do business. And then keeps looking at the camera and shakes his head. And it's the it's the longest fourth wall. It's the longest fourth wall breaking without any like payoff. No payoff at all. 
And then he walks away, and then behind him we see uh, the, the fake Angelina Jolie and she, in, in the tree. Oh yeah, and she's like just sitting. She's there. just in the tree, being very bad at being hidden because she's very, very well she's, lit. Oh, she's very well lit. She's wearing the shiniest, <laughs> the armor. shiniest armor. Yeah, uh, that's not that's not a great thing to if you're if you're gonna be a ninja, don't wear shiny clothes and stand only in spotlights. That's not that's, that's right. a bad no, that's, way. That's, that's a, a bad way to be a ninja. Yeah, in the full moon, don't have it bounce off your armor. And that was Ugh. where that is where uh, my my notes actually end because uh, I was so disgusted by that point. <laughs> and, and honestly, the movie gets even more confusing. I remember the movie. Oh God, there was something we missed though in what? the cantina scene. What's you're you're going to remember after Marlon Wayans uh, hits on the elf. Oh, lady, no, this is the, uh, we were about to get that. No, this was, it's in the scene before it. It's in the cantina. Tell me, tell me. Cause then the uh, Marlon Wayans is like, Oh, she's hot and whatever. And the dwarf just says, you don't want to be with her. I wrote that down. You want a 250-pound dwarf lady with whiskers you can grab onto. And then he starts humping the air furiously. Yeah, hair on her chin you can hang on to. You can hang on and to. And he starts thrusting in the most unsettling, like, this person does not understand sex. Like, yeah. you, know when, you know when you see, like, a little kid at a wedding and he just, like, dancing and just starts, like humping out of nowhere <laughs> like that little kid yeah like that is exactly what this dwarf looks like and it is yeah. it is amazingly it's like when a dog is trying to hump another dog but it's not quite lined up and they just kind of start going like when you see him playing oh. when you see oh my god like you ever see two dogs play and then one gets a little like too into it and starts kind of just have you never seen that like, i've never seen that any no. two, any Ugh. like anytime i see dogs playing like there's always one that gets a little overexcited and just starts humping Ugh. and like just like it's just kind of near the dog and it's, it just seems so weird Ugh. and it's because that's what he does he just he's oh. so not only does he like does he like horribly overweight uh, bearded women. He also is doesn't know what to do she with can, them when he I, has them. You know what? That I don't want to body shame lady dwarfs. I'm not body shaming her, but, lady I'm, just, dwarfs. but I'm just saying 250, <laughs> 250 pounds, and he's into dwarfs. She's gonna be short, so I'm just saying that's a lot of like if she was taller, that and then we can. You know, you know what I mean? I, I, I'm saying for her health. I'm not. I'm not <laughs> shaming her. I think she's beautiful the way she is. I think she should grow out her. She should grow out her beard as long as she wants it. Okay, but for her health, she should not be four feet tall and 250 pounds. That's just gonna be bad for your back and your hips. Like well, you know, but that's for a dwarf gonna, woman, she's Right on par. That's I guess. Sure. Are they just dense? Because I, I think they are. Because how because how heavy is he supposed? To, is he supposed to be like two hundred plus? Because no, he's, he's he actually looks like thin for a dwarf. Yeah, exactly. Like, and like not even that short either. So no, it's like it's they couldn't quite find the an actor with the right dimensions, or they would have maybe done some adjustment, like Lord of the Rings with like. Uh, Space. Oh, I, I don't okay. even think they would have known where to start with that. Oh, I don't even. Boy. I, I think if you went on that set and you were just like, "Oh, we can do some camera tricks," they'd just be like, "No." Ugh, we can't me. do that. So then, after this, now they're going to. Uh, they got now. They have to get this ruby that we are told about secondhand after the race scene. And this and this really starts in on Marlon Wayans improvising because he starts. He goes nuts. He starts oh just. They're walking grabbing through a shit. city. He's grabbing everything but like it's like he's supposed to be a thief uh, like so and when supposed they're supposed to be a skilled when thief when and they're he's so at magic obvious. school when they're at magic school he's putting like jewels in his pocket he sees some gold he sees some things like that so like you're like oh okay he's stealing in the city he steals 
taxidermied tax- cat. A taxidermied cat. And he steals just and like then does a, bits a, with it. a spoon. Yeah. No, and the cat, like, he, he like puts it on Bland Renfro's shoulder as like a little yeah. like a goof. Man, he becomes he like starts it, goofing. Because I think he it's starts, like because at this point, I think because I do think the directing in this movie was like just be big. And that's why everyone is like so over the top. And then I think the direction they gave Marlon Wayans, honestly, I bet all the director said was be funny. I bet he just said do funny stuff. And yep. that's why then it's he grabbed this cat and he has it perched on his back. And because clearly no one wants me. Everyone knows this movie's fucking bad while they're doing it. <laughs> it's very clear. So it's it, so I think that he was just like, oh, I'll just fuck around. You know what I mean? And so yeah, I'll, I'm, I'll do quote unquote comedy for people who don't understand comedy. Like, you know, because I don't think Marlon Wayans is an unfunny guy. Oh, no, he's absolutely. Hilarious. But I do think he needs to be put on the right track like one of the funniest roles i've ever think he had have you ever see the lady killers remake that the coen brothers did no, no, no. a lot of people don't like that movie i really like it and i think he's really funny in it oh and i, I think yeah. it's and it's and he's he plays it over the it's kind of a big marlon wayans performance but in with like like the weird coen brothers dialogue and stuff and it, and it works okay. really well it's really because they he's because he like at one point he like because he's part of this heist and he just was looking at somebody and they bring in like a girl to this heist talk and he's like you bought your bitch to the waffle Hut? and he keeps seeing bought you bought your bitch and it's so funny the way he says it and he because he's so serious and so mad about it <laughs> but he's using like the wrong word and it's so it's so funny and it's endearing and he just oh has he has other stuff in that movie I'm just like so Marlon Wayans can be really good but when you just say like go be funny. I, I mean, I feel like that's what the whole movie is, is everybody's yes. like, like, it's just like, oh, it's going to be funny if you do this, or just, you got this, just be funny. Like, just yeah. be funny. There was no like, oh, try this joke. That's what I'm saying. This it, was, it, was, it was be funny, be, be funny. big. We, we hired you to be funny. Why aren't you being funny? Yeah. And, I, and I think with Jeremy Irons, it was, it was just be big, be a big, scary villain. We hired you because you're British enough to make this, yeah. to, to legitimize this fantasy movie. Yeah. Ugh. Then, uh, okay, so... I forget the exact scene, but at some point they capture uh, they capture uh, she's all that. Well, this is after this because first first they go in because this is they're going to, to the meet thieves guild the thieves the, okay, guild the thieves guild they have to meet the master thief to get the, the, the mas- eye of the dragon yeah the master thief has the eye of the dragon which is the ruby we were told about secondhand. And it's in the middle of his dungeon gauntlet. They call they call it a maze. A they maze. Call it a, they call it a maze. And it is not a maze. It is a straight hallway. It, it is, is a straight hallway with three obstacles. Two obstacles. Not even that much. It's supposed to be this. Technically three. I suppose because there's like two and one. But yeah. like there, it's it's supposed to be this unbeatable gauntlet that no one has survived and if you make it to the center and get the ruby that's your prize and no one has made it out alive and so bland renfro goes in and just and, and it's just a rip of uh last crusade it's yeah this indiana is jones yeah, this is crusade. this is where it abandons star wars and decides to just steal from indiana jones Ugh. to to an aggravating degree like there's like light and that's what activates swinging that's what traps yes yeah, swing traps and then there's the floor activates not arrows or a pit that he would fall into, but fire. And but in the scene though, in the second uh, when he beats the second obstacle and then the wall starts closing behind him, this was one of the. There's two things I've liked in this movie, and they were just like details. But the one thing I liked because it was. Uh, 
because it's the the second like because the first one is he hits light and it just has all these axes swinging so he has to swing from one to the other the second obstacle is if you step on the wrong colored tile it blares a bunch of fire out of the walls yeah so he finds that if he steps on uh, it's the yellow slabs either the yellow or red the, the tiles red, the, the red, red tiles the red ones he's okay if you step on the red tiles you don't set up the fire and then he's like, oh, I got this. And then the wall behind him starts coming at him to crush him. Mm-hmm. And so he starts running. And what I love is then all the red tiles start flipping to yellow tiles as he's running. So he has to keep changing his direction. That I liked. There are small details in here that are so amazing. We'll get to some more. I see. But I, and I know the other one you're going to talk about. It, well, let's just get to, It's the, the, the carpet that's a, a quicksand. Carpet trap. that's quicksand. There's just two. There's like small details inside so they, of this they, that are so yeah, much fun. There like, are, and, and the there blood. Turning into turning water into fire real quick, but that looked like shit. That's a cool. Yeah. That's a cool that's idea cool to have in a movie. That looked terrible. Yeah. But I actually liked as he's running and I saw the tiles flipping. I was like, oh, I like that. Mm-hmm. And then I do love. Yeah. Later, uh, Marlon Wayans is in uh, Blue Lips' apartment, mm-hmm. and he steps on just a rug, an area rug, and then it turns into quicksand. And I'm just like, that I like in a in an over the top fantasy movie, <laughs> and it like it melts perfectly and like and I it just, actually and it actually looks pretty good. It looks pretty good because it's because it has then you can see that it is like a liquid, but it on top it is colored as an area rug. Yeah, it looks yeah it looks like and it, it looks he, like a throw rug. And as he great. falls in, it starts melting and like falling apart. Because then he comes out and it's just kind of it, it becomes covered just in like, like tapioca or whatever. well, and that's what it turns into. It just starts mixing together and turns into just like a gray sludge. But like mm-hmm. I like that it started at like on top you could see it was a rippling liquid but it was you know colored as a rug so those are the two things in this movie i like <laughs> in an hour and 40 minutes movie oh these it's are the so two long it was so long okay so so we should we should keep moving right along because we're gonna well now we're about to get to a lot of skippable stuff because it gets because oh. re- here's where it gets real yes. who knows what's happening this is this is there are every every time there's a gathered group of bureaucrats in this movie skip it yeah. nothing happens well you can skip that but then also uh, leading to the climax there's no information that leads us to why that climax happens mm. well, but I, the one other thing I wanted to end on the Indiana Jones things not only does it end with the Indiana Jones trap oh, but yes. he gets to the ruby and like leans forward and it does like the slow tracking of like I was wondering like is he gonna do a bag of sand does like, he have to like he even like kind of uh, strokes he, his face strokes like his face does. and like and like 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 rubs his fingers a little bit like almost like he's gonna have to do something and then he just picks it up and so I'm just like so at that point you are just you're just stealing that shot to steal that shot, right? Yeah. Like at that point, that's yeah. all you're doing just because you can. <laughs> yeah, just because no one's stopping you. Director, what was it, Courtney Solomon? Ooh, this was his passion project. Yeah, because what he was the he was the director. The I think he was one was of the a, screenwriters. Yeah, I think he was a producer. I think he did something else on it too. Yeah, Courtney Solomon. Yeah, and I'm gonna look up that guy and see if he did anything else. Mm. Uh, so okay, so we keep going through. Um, we've just left off. Uh, Oh yes, yeah. so they're in the thieves' guild. They grab the ruby. Then, of course, the thief. Hold on, I'm sorry. Let's <laughs> let's go through this guy's filmography. <laughs> I was trying to keep the plot. I know man. you were, but you're gonna you're gonna appreciate these though. So, Tell so me. okay, so two, this was his first movie, Dungeons and Dragons. This was okay. Which, Wait, he got hired afterwards. Yeah, several times. I mean, nice. they're not they're okay. not they're not killer films, but. Because mainly because so he did Dungeons and Dragons. Then 2005 he did an American Haunting, which I remember that was out. I think that was that had like uh, I don't remember that at all. Yeah, it's got like Donald Sutherland in it. It was just a it was just a horror movie. Then he did the Dungeons and Dragons like straight to video sequel. Oh, he produced it. Uh, 
he produced a Universal Soldier Regeneration. So John Claude Van Damme's comeback Ooh, to the in two thousand nine. Oh, so he's mostly producing. He didn't direct hardly anything after this. It's okay. pretty much all producing. He produced uh, the Butterfly Effect Three Revelations. There's a third. Apparently, there's a second. <laughs> I knew. No, I knew there was a second one. I didn't realize there was a third. Like, cause isn't? I mean. Isn't that a hard concept to revisit in a second movie, let alone a third? Especially since they didn't even do it right in the first one. They break their own rules in the first movie. Mm-hmm. So it's like, so how are you going to then create? Oh, and then Dragon Eyes. That's another Jean-Claude Van Damme movie. Ooh. Universal Soldier Day of Reckoning. So after this movie, he decided just to produce Jean-Claude Van Damme movies. You know what? And I'd watch every single one of those. I'm a big JCVD fan. Big JCVD fan over here. They might be okay. I'm just seeing in his filmography. It says producer in Dungeons and Dragons 2017. They might be trying this again. Oh, I hope they bring Marlon Wayans back. <laughs> like I really do. I hope. I oh, because I hope ends. this. Oh, oh, it ends. It ends on it. We'll it get ends to, getting to a sequel. It ends on. Oh, it ends on a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, I want everyone to come back. If they just. Oh. If they actually just did the straight sequel, I know that, that would be great. Okay, so I honestly, I know that we're complaining a lot about what's going on, but like, man, it is kind of fun just to. The ride is kind of fun to see. What happened? It's like it's like when you go to like a Midwest county fair, like you know, some, yeah. you're gonna see some crazy stuff, and you're probably not gonna love it because none of the food you eat is gonna make you. But feel it's not good. gonna cost you a lot. Yeah, you know it's what not I mean. Co- this this movie cost seven dollars, was it? Probably at the time, something, something like, like that. that. I don't know. Yeah, it's like how it's like. Like in Chicago, we, there's a lot of street fests, and like every now and then, you like you see like the free one that's mm-hmm. like nearby, and you're like, I'll walk through, you know what I mean? But if it's like if it's on the other side of town, you'd have nothing to do with it. No, no, no. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I get it. So it's like it's kind of like that. Yeah, but uh, it's like it's like a it's like a a, a cheap corn maze. <laughs> <laughs> if that maze was just a straight haul <laughs> that was ripping <laughs> off Indiana Jones, yeah, that's what it is. But so after they steal the ruby, then they bloop, the the leader of the thieves guild, who is the only person I've ever seen who would look better with a mustache, <laughs> as far as evil villains go. That's true. Because uh, he looks like John Waters, but without the John Waters mustache. He's got he's just a cue ball with no like a very unremarkable cue ball head. But after uh, they g- deal with him, yeah, because that guy's overacting too, and looks a lot like uh, Domador. So you just have yeah, you just have two bald white guys like because they because he should because then blue lip shows again, up again he shows up again shows just shows up just appears and then that's where they that's where they capture she's all that she's all that because she is already she and she has done her transition it was it was literally one scene of her being the awkward teen and then glasses hair down and we didn't see the transition it was just no. the next scene they were all hiding together and she's like i'm sexy now like, like that was it they've like made her hair look on point yeah, that was a, maybe that happened with the wraith. She no, because it even happened before that scene. But she is that a makeover scene we missed? A, yeah, there's a full makeover scene because that was all going to be CG too, and they couldn't finish. Pretty that. Pretty Woman by Roy Orbison's playing as she's like <laughs> taking her glasses off. But oh. so then they have to go get uh, uh, Marina and the map from Blue Lips. So they go to like his house, which is like a rundown like castle or or something, or an abandoned Ren Fair. I'm not sure. <laughs> But they go there. But, but uh, I, I, we've missed a big thing. I just want to put in real quick. Uh, for all of his lackluster sheriffing, 
Blue Lips is punished by Jeremy Irons. Oh my god, I forgot about this. Yeah, he is he is CGI punished by Jeremy Irons because he's uh, <laughs> so Jeremy Irons does some magic on him and his skin bubbles and then out of his ears comes this like plant like sucker this, this like this like tentacle that kind of has like the end of yeah like a like a Venus flytrap on the end or something weird comes out so now he has like some sort of animal in him and is he's already serving him like he's already it's not as it's not as if like blue lips is like a good guy gone rogue he's just he's already an evil guy on the payroll of of jeremy irons and then jeremy irons gives him extra incentive because to do evil because he already knows that if he fails jeremy irons can just kill him with magic so it's like why why hinder his ability because <laughs> now he's got this thing because it bothers him at points but then he learns how to use it it's very weird because yeah because then he's he's interrogating Blue she's Lips. all that she's all that yeah and the things come out of his ear because they come out of his ears and attach to her ears attached to her and ears because he, he just goes i can get the information anyway and, and then, then it, and then it goes to a wide shot a profile shot of them and it just looks uncomfortable because yeah. they're like close to each other and this is this gross CG umbilical cord well, that to both day, their that heads. That day on the set would have been really bad because she's like screaming in pain and he's just like, all of the blood is rushing to his face. He's so oh, the, vain. The one thing he's he does so well, vain. the one thing he does well is he looks really, he can hold, like make his head look like it's going to explode and look really distraught because he does it a few oh, times. He does I'm it like, so many he, times. And he pushes himself. I'm just like, he really knows how to turn that on. But he like, really went for he it. He needs to be a better actor in every other way, but that he's got. So. I mean, if you, if every movie was whispering and writhing, he would have he would have an he would, he would be, have all the Oscars. He would be the he, Daniel yeah. Day Lewis, exactly. Yeah, of of acting. Yeah, he would. Yeah, yeah, the Daniel Day Lewis of acting. He would be Daniel Day. I think Daniel Day Lewis is the Daniel, Daniel Day Lewis of acting. acting. Yeah, you're right. I'm, what I meant to say was he would be Daniel Day Lewis caliber. There you go. If if all that was required yeah. was whisper acting, or he would take the throne. He would he would be the new Daniel Day Lewis. I think we would we wouldn't be calling him Blue Lips. We'd be calling him you know whatever his name whatever was. his name. <laughs> I didn't. I didn't I, look it up. Unfortunately, I don't, don't remember. Yeah, no, we're just going to gonna keep going in blue lips. Exactly. So he extracts the information from her, and then we go to uh, uh, and, and Bland the, Renfro and the snails and dwarf. And what is even in. the information? Because they he has the map too. So what even information did he need? Or like who has? The, I don't know. Or that they need the ruby again. So few, like so many details are just left or imply or like you, yeah. you would think you would think implied, but like you, there's nothing. There's no implication. Yeah, it, it's just. It seems missed. like it seems like this movie was based on a book that didn't get written. Like you know what I mean? Like like it's because it seems like we're supposed to know some stuff. Like just we're supposed to just get part of this world, and we fucking don't. No, I, actually, I don't even remember where the dwarf is supposed to be. Because at one point they lose the dwarf, and it's just it's just snails and bland Renfro going through. They don't even lose him. He just isn't in some scenes because he's with them, and then when they leave, he'll be with that's, them again. That's exactly right. Like it's just not there. He's, so like they're they're breaking in. Yeah, they break into to Blue Lips, and house. then we see like we that's see, where that's where the the the, the carpet, carpet quicksand happens. The one the so now it's the second thing I like in this movie. We're out of things I like. Uh, Marlon Wayans sinks down in, and then he gets that's, out. That's after he's stolen the map again. He's stolen the map again. Then he gets outside and he gets away from because because uh, Blue Lips finds him when he's in the yeah. quicksand, pulls him out of it, and starts beating his ass. Like, just starts like ass. punching him. 
And Bland, Bland Renfro goes to save. She's all that. And then they come out. This is the first time we see a fight scene in the movie. This is the first time we the see first, like an actual, the, actual fight the scene. First, choreographed sword fight. And this movie. has to be at least an hour into the movie. Oh, it's an hour into the So it's into like, an hour. It's like, it's like 50 minutes to an hour. So finally, after an hour into a action-adventure fantasy movie, <laughs> do we have our first fucking sword fight? Yeah. It took that long. That is... Yeah. That's the wrong way to make a movie. That's the wrong way to make an action adventure movie. But so then they get outside. Blue Lips is like beating up snails and he's holding him and he's like, I'll, I'll kill him. Give me the map or what? There's some reason he's holding him there. It's, it's, it's very unclear. Yeah, yeah, I, or, it, or give me the ruby. I don't yeah, know. No, he says, give me, give me whatever. Uh, snails gives a knowing smile. Yeah. Like, he's like, right guys. I got this. Gives a knowing smile to bland and she's all that. And then he tosses the map. Very, it just he just it it it's very wasteful. He just he just flips it into the air, not even to them. It just kind of eh, the map, and, and like there's Blue twenty Lips. feet between them. He flips it, maybe five. Yeah, like and Blue Lips knows he has the map, and he's closer to the map still than she's all that and Blaine Renfro are. But he's and like that. He sees him flip the map, and that pisses him off. So he kills snails. He gets he stabs him in the back, and Bland Renfro. Swings for all of the fences. This is this is the hardest he. Well, no, no. He, uh, we'll get to it. He drops to his knees and like clinches his fist and just turn like gives a, like the full on. No! Like stops looking at this. Like he looks covers his head. He looks up and like holds hand. his face so tight. And it's like go go help. Don't just don't do that. Like you're not gonna help anything. Go grab the map. Go attack Domador while he's he's. Or do sales. Or do, do anything. Something. Do anything. Yeah. But so now again, another thing that got skipped because then uh, she's all that and Bland Renfro escape. They don't show either of them grabbing the map, but they have it the next scene. They don't show. They show her like she show runs her grab, off. She gets some of the powder that snails. She well, she runs off camera. And then, yeah, it has the powder, but they don't show them grab the map. Mm-mm. And so then they get away through another portal again, and they meet they really, up. They really use the hell out of that and portal then, device. Yeah. Oh, because he gets hurt trying to fight Domino, doesn't he? get hurt, and then the Yes, elves, he gets stabbed in the shoulder. He gets stabbed in the shoulder, and then and then it like goes black, and then he wakes up in an elf village. And they're in the trees. trees. And so the elf lady, fake Angelina Jolie, helped him. They're there. And we meet, and then she's like being healed by a character who's like, oh, yes, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we don't know who the fuck this guy is either. And then now they're like, now they're, and then, oh, then they have a big, uh, oh, they have a really dramatic scene. A big where, dramatic in which, scene. In which Bland Renfro gets the wettest has, face. Just his face is so it's wet. It's so wet because there's her like face tears. is Her face is filthy, just covered in general, oh, yeah, no, like, it's just dirt, grime like, makeup. Just so, yeah, just that dirt. So dirty. Just that really shitty, and like, brown dirt makeup. He's so he's just wet. His face like, is just wet. Like, like, they put. They tried spraying menthol and were like, "This isn't working. It's, a, it's, it's not going to make him cry." It's a, it's a glaze. They yeah, threw water on his face yeah. before. Like, just he's so yeah. wet, and so they his have. Face is so disgusting. So they have wet. a big argument about nothing, and then they kiss. And he actually, when they go in for the big kiss, he misses. He totally misses. And like oh, kisses, he, kisses the it's the her mustache where her yeah, upper lip, like between right where yeah, her, the lip and yeah. the nose is where like he hits because he closed his eyes and too early. And there's a little bit of adjustment. Yeah, and you see him then move back down. Like, oh, I totally missed. Oh. And it's not that he like kisses her top lip. Like, no, he misses her mouth. It's, like, and and I don't know why they just didn't take do a take two. Maybe that was the best one they could get. I, I, apparently, I, I, I think that's, that's a lot I of this movie. They, where I'm like, ooh, they shot this. The they sh- yeah, they shot this over like a long weekend. They shot this over like a Memorial Day weekend. They like, it was like they had three days, like. <laughs> but so then they go to the cave where the staff 
is uh, where the oh the the elf is with him and she says my one of my favorite lines in the movie because it's such a fake fantasy line that instead of saying like force field like everyone like, again i would again, not just use a phrase it would have it would have been fine like we would have just been like oh force field that works but instead she says a wall of oh it looks like there's a wall of force of some kind because uh bland renfro walks into the cave and then the other two walk into a, a shitty animated uh force field yeah just a ball, 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 ripple effect over it it was a real uh legend of hercules style yes, yes. of graphic or er, er, and uh, computer that's, dude, generated. That's what it is. Like this a is, Xena. This looks like, like a Xena or Hercules, but it's not on TV, TV every day, they, so you give it a pass. Yeah, yeah. This, uh, uh, that's what it is. It's exactly what it looks million like. Dollars. Oh, God. yeah. Doesn't that? Uh... <laughs> that's a bummer. And and then when he walks through the force field, and then the elf is just like, oh, he, only he is chosen to go through. And I just went, why? What's so special about it? There's him? been there's nothing said that he is a chosen one or he's doing anything. Probably in that scene with the wraith that we didn't get a fucking see. Oh, that's probably it. They probably said something in there. I bet that was probably yeah. That was supposed to be like a, a fifteen minute scene. <laughs> so then he goes in and he opens up a fucking dragon door that has the staff in it, and then we just jump to the final right. Yeah, then it just jumps to we're up in the buildings in the city and of uh army of dragons is flying in towards profian and we aren't told they're controlled they're controlled they're by controlled the by, empress. Uh, by, by the empress but, and we can tell but, they're controlled by but her. she's not showed first all it is is like profian he's like ah oh, dragons and dragons flying he's like mm, he's like i need the staff and it was like what the fuck is happening so so empress just decided she was gonna attack profian yeah i they Again, they're having they're having another a, whole scene that was fucking missed or like not articulated the right way because they're having a disagreement but like yeah she's just all of a sudden like well i need to use dragons I to guess. put down this rebellion or something they, like that because there's because he's not the only one there right there's like a loyalist there's, group with yeah. her and then they're like a separatist group with him like and i'm i'm doing a better job of explaining it than the movie. Well, because you're taking another step and you're trying to say what it might be. Because we're not. Because especially that scene, that second like big uh, council meeting, whatever. We, it, we just tuned out because they say nothing in it of note. And then suddenly, now we're at the big finale. There's dragons flying around and the, they look horrid. It just it's now now is in the movie where like oh no everything the, oh, is this, CG. This read, led to my favorite Thora Birch moment where um one of the dragons okay so they have like a, it's like a it's like a swarm of dragons so it's like and they're gold that's important cuz color apparently is important to dragons cuz she yeah she can she has a the, gold rod she has a gold rod that controls <laughs> that controls it's not it's not just her printer paper either uh it's <laughs> gold rod is yeah, a wow. specific color of paper yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> guys it's really happy we're really doing we're it we're really we're really bringing it in uh, yeah so she's got these golden dragons and uh one of them is attacking and like Profian doesn't move, and the dragon loses control, and then gets stabbed on the spire of like a building, and then you see just dead-eyed Thora Birch, not in it at all. You just see her just go, <laughs> "What have I done?" Like that's she's mm-hmm. it, it is, and we were just like, "I don't know, we missed that scene." It what is, happened? it is the, like, "What have I done?" Like it's the most, like it's the most. No, it's not the most anything. It's the least amount of effort she could have done to say the words that were coming out of her mouth. Like, that's just, what have I done? It was just, oh, they just, the word, yeah, the word just kind of slid out of her mouth. Like, just, ugh, I'm contractually obligated. I've never seen 
a cast more contractually obligated to be somewhere. Oh, very clearly. Yeah. Very clearly. And we also, sorry, one of the things I forgot though that jumped to this scene because when they're in the cave, Blue Lips just shows up again and steals. He shows up again? Because remember, he gets the staff and takes it to Profian because Profian gets the Red Dragon. I completely forgot I did he too. showed up I, again. I looked it up. I was just like, wait, because they get the red staff. Yeah, I forget. Profian just shows up and is like, mine, and then they leave. So that's how we jump to the end, but we don't know why any of this battle is happening. So, so now Profian all, has the red dragon. right? Yeah, now they're all at the tower. Profian has the red staff now, so now we get to see one. this amazing dragon fight. <laughs> Just, oh, uh. <laughs> oh, just a, a, a clip art massacre. Oh. Just, <laughs> just this big, this big stupid fight, and then, uh, then Bland Renfro and Dwarf and she's all that and Angelina Foley. They show up at the the thing too, and now they're in. They're, they fight Domador and our hero, our our noble hero. Uh, Stabs Domador in the back and then throws him off a ledge. So he's so he's a real he's a real. It is it is a it honor is a bound cheap man. Move. Oh, it is a cheap it is move because he jumps over because they're sword fighting and then he just like does a flip behind him, stabs him in the back and then like actually like moves him to like he's like shuffles him over to a ledge and is like okay, bye and then pushes him off. I mean, and, and you'd think that maybe there'd be like some sort of like oh like. If you really liked him, you'd be like, oh, there's some sort of retribution or like, oh, righteous revenge thing. And it's it doesn't feel like that at all. And I think Dom, I think he knocked his sword of his hand. So I think he stabbed an unarmed man in the back and then pushed him off a ledge. Yeah. That's our hero. That's our hero. That's, That's what our we're hero. supposed to be rooting for. Like, yep. Yeah, are we supposed to? Like, I was thinking like, maybe we'd have like better ideals coming from our hero or something. And that's. Ugh. Or especially, I thought the whole the whole thing was since he started as a thief, the whole point it was going to be like him finding his honor, like him yeah. him well, wanting to become a hero, God, like, which we, is we, probably teased in that scene with the wraith that we don't get to oh, see. I bet there's other things like your your future is. Oh, now I'm doing the Domador voice again because <laughs> that's how I imagine a wraith would talk. That makes more sense to me. It does. But maybe like the wraith would say something like, "Oh, your your future is unsure." But honor is in your future, and something like, or some some sort of something. some sort of tease that happens in those types of scenes like, in you, movies you that think... set off quests. Mm-hmm. Uh, Instead, we just don't have that. So scene. he does that, and then he tries to fight Profian. They get the dragon staff away from him, and then Profian makes a big staff appear that he uh, knocks oh, over. Oh yes! That he uses twice. <laughs> he blocks two sword hits and then knocks Ridley over and then just throws it. Away. Throws it to the side like he's done with it. Like it's got yeah. like all the charges. Used I, sh- out I of surely it. won't need a weapon again. No, he's using it like a disposable Kleenex. He blew his nose yep. and he throws throws the staff to you know, the side, not to of, use it ever. It's one of those one use staffs. It's one of those one use weapons. You know, you only gotta use it once and you gotta throw it away. Yeah, you know? no, it ran out of charge. I got a whole pack. They, they, get, they sell big packs at Costco. Yeah, so you it's can fine. get them. You get them three for one. Big. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, you get three and for the price of one. And right now, since the end of summer, they're on they're on clearance because people usually do their staffing in the summer. Of so course, now, of course. Yeah, you know. So now's the time to go. Buy. I stock up for the next year. Yeah, yeah. No, that's at the I, end. Of, right, once it's like uh, September, you're a crafty clearance. consumer. That's how you're I do it. That's consumer. how I do it. That's a I, smart choice. Because I know I can only use it for two blocks and a, a hit. <laughs> yeah, no, and I. That's I, all you can use it for. You know, the best time of year to buy a new rod is like mm-hmm. right after the Super Bowl. Exactly. Like it's the best time you buy like the really premium rods. Yeah, because they go on sale. They go on sale right after that. Yeah. Yeah, because after there's any big dragon fight, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, a rod really goes. Down a rod, yeah, down. they really, they really before go the down. fight. Really, before the fight. Wait, don't buy them. Then they're gonna they yeah, jack them up. Jack them up. They jack them up for price. everyone. Yeah, but uh, uh so, so then, <laughs> how do they kill Profian? Do they just? 
he oh my gosh we forgot to tell okay so there's only one there's a scene where dwarves give ridley a sword no i take that back elves give ridley a sword they speak in a language oh where they don't God. talk about it that's right i forgot about this they just meet two guys who are wearing shitty fandom of the opera masks mm-hmm. and of then bones with bones and then they just give him a sword and they're like they thanks they, they leave. say like yeah i got it yeah and th- that's it. That's or it. Or something like that. Or something uh, gibberish, just like that. And there's no subtitles. There's no translation. There's no. So they so, give him a sword, gibberish, and then nothing is revisited. And then now the sword shoots. It sparks it like has, lightning. It has, it's it a magic sword. Because then him and when him and Domino are fighting, their swords are jotting off uh, lightning. You know, because you want to end on a, a Star Warsy note. Mm-hmm. So they're doing that, and and. I, I I don't know why, and I'm because I wasn't like, why is his sword shooting lightning? And then you're just like, oh, those guys gave it to him. I'm like, oh, I get, again another implied plot point that they just and, and the they entire they, plot, they just don't address it. The entire plot of this movie is implied. It's it's as a if, lot of shit happens. You know but what? The plot is implied. You know what this is like? What this is like if you're playing D and D with uh, a DM who like glosses over important plot points that's clearly what this was that's, no, i think that's how this movie was written exactly because you didn't roll they watched, for knowledge like we didn't roll for knowledge of what that language was and none of us was proficient in they, elf they, what, so we didn't we don't get to hear that language they watched four guys who didn't know each other that well and have not played Dungeons and dragons that much play Dungeons and dragons and then they wrote the screenplay it was off just of that. transposed that's what happened they had a stenographer in the room yeah. i'm surprised we didn't hear about the like doritos and like mountain dew that everyone like the order. right yeah, like, yeah. those that was in the wraith scene too they didn't have oh, time okay, to and there's a big scene about fritos and, and like uh, and like baja blast mountain yeah, dew. yeah and the big big uh canisters of cheese balls like this, this episode of advanced bs is brought to you by baja blast oh baja blasted Ooh. in your face bitch Ooh. <laughs> That's that's their, that's what they have written on the copy. They're the oh know. yeah no you had the copy in front of you. I have the copy in oh, front good, of me. Good, yeah, of yeah. I wrote my own ad and it's really short. All it is is just Baja Blast, baby boy. That's Ooh, all. That's baby all boy, Baja Blast, Baja Blast, baby boy, baby boys. <laughs> and that's what I wrote. That's what yeah, I, I no, think. I, so I, I mean, it. I'm gonna ask them which one they like more because because we're gonna do one every week. <laughs> A Baja Blast. A Baja, we're, well, until, until we lose our sponsorship. Yeah, they bought. Yeah, they bought the show. They we are owned by Mountain Dew now. <laughs> Amazing. So, Profian gets so defeated. So, we're, we're, we're about to get a lot more extreme, you guys. <laughs> so, Profian gets defeated. We're going to talk about snowboarding a lot more. Oh, we're going to do urban kayaking. <laughs> uh, so, so, Profian gets defeated. Uh, by, oh, he gets eaten by a dragon. Because yeah, Bland Renfro gets the staff away. and then, The rod. Call the, it what it is. He, he grips the rod firmly. And oh, then he, uh, it's a red rod, too. Oh, gosh. <laughs> oh, boy. A and ruby he, red rod. Ruby, that he, ruby red rod that Ridley wrangles. And, what? Uh, you're welcome. Uh, thank you. And he, uh, he, he like, glows red, and he, he makes this look where he looks like he's becoming the villain. Like, he's like, Aah! Like, and he's like, going to like morph into something and he else. Has, and he has like an evil smile. So I, like, I thought for a second, I'm like, He was going to go into his second like, form. Like, is Ridley going to become the bad guy? Yeah. Because that's how he plays it. He's just playing it wrong. That's not how he's supposed to play it. No. He's just playing it like, the was, power. Well, they wanted like, oh, Usho, I'm getting tempted. Like, there's just not enough time for that plot and line I, anymore. I honestly, I don't think that's what they're trying to do. I think it was supposed to be just look intense, look like you're full of power. But he made it look. Evil. evil oh my god and then he controls the dragons so a red dragon flies up and uh, eats profian all looks very realistic top notch <laughs> cgi uh he eats him and then uh 
that scene is just over and then so that ends and then it, it's a, a shot panning across a graveyard and then we just hear in the distance empress saying you're all free and then an audience going yeah it is the complete opposite of the metal receiving ceremony in Star Wars because I don't think there are any yeah, there are words of dialogue, but they show you everything, and there's even yeah, relationships and it's, implied. And it's paced with really looks, well, and it feels and, like epic. the music is great. Like, and you feel yeah. all that, and there's clapping. It's if, and in, if instead it cut from the Death Star exploding to then uh, Han Solo and Luke Skywalker walking out and going, "Wow, we got medals, huh?" Like that's what it would be. <laughs> yeah, and, and in a voiceover, Princess Leia going. Oh, hey! What a what a blow we've hit to <laughs> no, the empire. No, it's, it's a it, no, it's a, it's a voiceover. Of Princess Leia just going, "Here's your medals." That's what it is. <laughs> That's what it is. And then there's and you hear Chewie just, "Where's my medal?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the one time he decided to speak English. <laughs> but then it's so then we're in a cemetery, and it's a cemetery full of large, intricate, like, like he, nice headstones, big big heads, like big, big headstones, headstones, like. The, the rich part of a cemetery exactly. with a very big headstone. And then it keeps panning, and then Bland Renfro is standing in front of just a pile of rocks. Three there are literally, ro- it's literally like three rocks. Three big circular rocks. One on top of each other. He's standing there, standing all gallant in and like a black leather brand outfit Brand new now. black brand leather new. outfit. Everyone looks very crisp, clean. Yep, like they got new outfits. Everybody looks the whole top-notch. The whole gang's there. All the characters you've come to know and... Uh, well, come to know, sort of. Characters you've you've come to be aware of and yep. uh, have no actual feelings for are Except all for just to you know chew with your mouth closed exactly yeah that yeah that the only feeling chew, chew with your mouth closed yeah. and learn how to hide exactly <laughs> exactly and they're staring at the rocks and on the rock is just carved into one of the rocks is the the word snails so that's where so that's where marlo Wayans is and then he has way too long of a speech of talking to snails it's in so the rocks. long and his face gets so wet again so- <laughs> His face is still he's so a, wet. He's yeah, he's a real damp actor. He's he's a uh, he's he's mastered the art of dampening. Uh, but he <laughs> and then he leans he leans over and he's like, uh, "This is for you, snails." And then he puts the ruby, the the, the, eye, eye, of the, of the eye of the dragon ruby uh, on the rock. And I'm just like, "Don't just leave it there. That's a that's a ruby the size of a fist. Like, don't leave it there. The size of a tangerine. A ruby the size of a tangerine." I don't understand why he didn't. Instead of instead of just leaving that there for his friend, bury why it. Put it in the dirt, or not even bury it. Use the money to buy him a proper headstone. <laughs> yes, like don't yes. just carve his name into a rock and be like, "That's good." Enough. And then put it amongst like a nice headstones, and so it, and it just looks like it rocks, and it's next to a tree. Someone's just gonna walk and knock this over. Yeah, an errant in, an errant breeze would ruin and, this grave and i'm pretty sure it was his best friend and i think it was just in the middle of a path like i don't even think it wasn't lined up with any of the other headstones it is but so he puts the ruby there and then it glows and then snails uh disappears the name disappears on the rock and then the elf lady is just like yeah yeah, uh, blangelina blangelia foley she goes she goes your friend is waiting for you and again information like a lot of things are implied and he's just like, so what? He picks up the ruby, and then he holds Everyone it out, their and then she's in. all that, puts her hand in, faux leaf puts it in, nameless dwarf puts it in, and then they turn into balls of light, and then they float away, and then the movie fades to black. So... <sighs> And I I got pissed off because I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? They're se- they're setting up the search for Spock. It's the search for snails. 
<laughs> it, and, you know, even it the whole ends. movie, the whole movie, he's got a hat on that makes him look like he has pointed ears. It kind of does, but you never see his ears. Is he like part elf? Like that's I thought that would be intriguing because he's so attracted to the elf woman. Maybe and maybe he's like a half elf, but he's like but they, doesn't talk about it. But like we're again, we it leads you to invent rather than discover. Yes, which is so frustrating. Yes, that we're inventing more of a storyline for this movie yeah. than anything else. But it, it just so it, a movie full of lifted scenes then ends with a lifted. Uh, cliffhanger Ugh. going into the sequel uh, that never but, happened. But seriously, if that's what's coming up in 2017 for Courtney Solomon, oh, uh, if re- they make that movie, if it's suddenly a Dungeons and Dragons <sighs> movie, and the trailer is those guys and they're looking for snails, I want to see. I would go. I would, I would see that go, in the theater. I would go see that. In I would the see it in the theater. We, uh, we, we would go. We would go opening we're day. Now we're breaking it down right now. If the, and if they, that's what this movie is. If that's what that movie is, me and Caleb are going to go opening night. We are going to go midnight show. Oh, midnight Thursday? If it is anything else, any other plot, no thank you. I want nothing to do with it. I'm even okay if they recast the actors. You know what? But I if would, it is a direct sequel, I will, still, I will go. I will I will absolutely buy this from the gas station when it comes out. Uh. <laughs> Speaking of buying this, we couldn't find... I own this fucking movie now. <laughs> Because we couldn't, we couldn't find anywhere to rent it. It's not available it's to not a, rent. It's not available anywhere. Rent. It's not available to rent on. I looked on Amazon, on Hulu, on on or Hulu. You don't rent it, but it's not on there. But on uh, iTunes, on anything where you can rent. So I bought it on Vudu because that was the cheapest. I know I could torrent it or something. I don't know how to do that. So leave me alone. And we wanted to but, do it on a TV too. Yeah. Rather than just like sitting on. And I want Jeremy Irons to get more royalties. Uh, That's but, fair. But, yeah, I, yeah. I wanted to he's watch. Gonna, it on the he's TV gonna too. get a check for D and D, and like his heart's gonna like die a little bit. Like it'll, <laughs> it'll open up. And it'll, it'll, get, it'll be like oh, thirty eight cents, and he'll be like, "I did work on that." Yeah. God damn you, Courtney Solomon! <laughs> uh, but so I bought it. Yeah, because. I bought it on Vudu because uh, it cost only six ninety nine there. Because on iTunes and Amazon, it was like fourteen dollars. What is it? It's not. This movie is not even like. Amazon it's should even, give you money for renting it. Like it, it's it, not even so bad. It's good. It's like right. It's just not good. Oh, at, it's, like, it, no, yeah, it's just not good because it's just it's not good. It's boring. It doesn't have like so like I I don't recommend it. It's not because I, I cause especially I would, especially since you can't because it is on YouTube its entirety, but it's in like Portuguese. It is not. <laughs> it's not in English. So the sequels are the straight to video sequels are on YouTube in their entirety entirety, and I believe in English, but. Ooh, but we maybe you, should watch one of those soon. I thought about just it. That, maybe we'll have to do that soon. Just because. Just just because we're 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 I'm caught. I want to see what happens next. I'm caught in the lore. I'm sure it has nothing to do with anything. <laughs> I, I I think it just has Dungeons and Dragons because they're called like Dungeons and Dragons Wrath of something, Revenge Ooh, of Ra- something, Wrath of Khan. So yeah. <laughs> Wrath of, yeah. Wrath of Flan. Wrath of Flan. Yeah, yeah. Something like that, so they're not completely ripping. Yeah, it it's off. a food based uh, villain. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> it, it, is there is there just like more food hanging out of a dwarf's mouth. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. It really, Ugh. it really follows his beard story and his competitive eating. The competitive that's what eating it is. Arc. That's what it is. It's Wrath of Flan. It's the beard being attacked by desserts. That's what. <laughs> that's, that's what the story is. Oh, but shit. Uh, yeah. Any 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 final words on Dungeons and Dragons the movie? You know, I remember when I watched this the first time, being so excited. Like I had, I had two identical experiences with this movie because I remember when it came out I was like so excited and I wanted to see it and then I saw it and I was like oh it wasn't that good and then again it, that that is close to 15 years ago yeah when it came out 15 years ago I was 13 and I was like okay cool like there's awesome there's like a swordy action movie great yeah. great 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 watch it was not impressed 
it's come out again, and I, I I had forgotten the first time watching it. I think I remembered one line from the movie, which is, there is no honor among thieves, delivered by the cue ball missing a mustache. <laughs> and I was like, oh. That was the moment while we were watching that I was like, oh, yeah, I did hate this movie as a child. Because like, we watch it again, and I'm like, ugh, it's just so boring. Oh, and Thora Birch is, like, Thora Birch has, like, as she's delivering some of those bureaucracy lines, like, she's, it's, it's just, uh, you can tell that she's like, oh, this is supposed to be, like, higher language, but she forgets that for a second, and, like, there's an accent drop where she's like, yeah, line. there's, like, moments where she's kind of British, but not. Yeah, it's like, this Senate has come together to stop you, Prothean, <laughs> so don't think we're listening to you. Like that's it's yeah. like it like yeah. just goes into a flat no, it's, yeah, American that, accent her, for a while. Like, her acting is a metaphor for the movie. It's just it's a lot of inconsistent. It's it's a lot of <laughs> oh, this is how it's supposed to be, but no and like not actually putting the work. Like you know what I mean? It's, it's like it was like uh a rehearsal and then someone goes, Oh no, we're gonna use that and they're like, Oh, oh wait, oh shit, we should have put in Yeah, these were all the rehearsal takes. <laughs> these are like just setting up the lights correctly. And they were like, oh, well, we ran out of time and money because we spent a lot of money. Yeah, these guys, these were, it was actually, the whole cast are actually just the stand-ins. They were the, <laughs> <laughs> Jeremy Irons does a lot of stand-in work after you. <laughs> that part is supposed to be played by Anthony Hopkins. It was. <laughs> oh man, like, and, and Jeremy Irons is actually a good actor. He's a great actor. He's great, especially when he does like simple stuff. And but I've seen he, him in movies when he's like, when he's simple and strong. But he is one of those ones. Like, man, you don't want him at 11 the whole movie. No, because I, I do truly think Jeremy Irons is a great actor. Watch Margin Calls, movie he was in a couple years ago. He's got kind of a smaller part in it, but he's fucking great in it. Go watch mm-hmm. that. And it's a, it's about. He's great in that uh, Musketeer movie with Malkovich and uh, that, oh, I forget the name of the French guy. Oh, the the, the man in the iron mask. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. great in that movie. But it's like he's a good actor, but he's when he's in a bad movie and it's very clearly like uh, it was a, a paycheck, paycheck movie. <laughs> he's not good because like someone who can do that is Ben Kingsley. Ben Kingsley is good in every movie he's ever done, even the pure shit. It, like the, I've never seen uh, Love Guru, but. I'm, I bet he's. I mean, that's gonna be. He's. It's not gonna be funny because they're gonna be bad jokes. But like, yeah. but like, he's in like a. There's a shitty sci-fi movie called the. Uh, I think the the Sound of Thunder or something. But it's okay. about it's about time travel. Like they take people back to like hunt dinosaurs. It's starring. It stars Edward Burns. It was from like 2003 or four or something like that. I can't remember. But they it's they go back and then it's because it, it's like if you if you make a change like if you even if you step on a butterfly yeah, it alters yeah, yeah. That's like the, the future the, the thing yeah, yeah kind of so it's like because yeah it's based on like that book where that title came from but Ben Kingsley is in it for like the first twenty minutes and he has bad dialogue but he it's a subtle like he feels like a real guy so it's like Ben Kingsley in shit can still, still be good be good yeah. It's still just at least like, oh, I believe that character, even though it's a bad character in a bad movie. Yeah. That guy knows how to play it. But like Jeremy Irons, when I've seen him in movies like this, where it's a paycheck movie, it is just like, I'm like, oh, wow, he sure is shouting. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like some actors have that. Some actors where they're doing their clear paycheck movies, they just they look disinterested the whole time. Yeah. And I get it. I don't blame. I do not blame him at all. For for no, feeling that for way, no, for sure. And that's that to to the opposite thing. Marlon Wayans is doing so much with what seems like little direction. Like it's well, I, I do I do I believe with every ounce of my being that his one direction he was given was be funny, funny which mm-hmm. isn't a direction. No. But I guarantee that's what he was told. He was told to be funny, so that's why he's so over the top cuz he he is 
it is because it's a fantasy movie, so it's even weird that there's already like, uh, a, you know, kind of a a street smart token black guy. Like that's already weird in this genre, <laughs> and then it's even weirder because it's so over the top, and he's so it feels so modern. It feels like like from like he feels like a, a what's his name from Mannequin. The, oh, I don't remember. I've never seen Mannequin. Oh, you never seen Mannequin, but I they, know I'm the worst. but they have they have it's the gay black guy, and I forget his name, <laughs> but he's he's so over the top, and it's like, oh, girl, wow, you know what I mean? It feels like of that area, like, and it's like that character like doesn't hold up anymore. Like that character doesn't work. <laughs> and then this is in two thousand, so it's already like, hey, like, because that was in the era where everyone started realizing, like, oh, the token black guy like isn't really a cool character to do anymore. Which to no. just have a black guy going, what's up, everybody? Oh, I'm so cool. Am I right, y'all? Like, you know what I mean? People like, started calling that trope out as like a thing. Being like, guys, let's move past. Because that's what I saw in in the Wikipedia. It was like at the time when it came out, there were people being like, "Hey, that character is not really okay anymore." Like, yeah. we let it go then. Now it's the token black guy character needs to disappear. So not only did they still do it, but also it's in a fantasy movie. So he doesn't even fit in the world. <laughs> like that type of character, it feels too modern. And like the whole time he so like we just kept saying it was Ruby Rod from Fifth Element. <laughs> Corbin, I, I ain't got I ain't got no dragon, man. I ain't got no dragon, Corbin. I, I got no dragon, uh, dragon. I, I ain't got no dragon. I don't need that Ruby Rod. I need that Red Rod. Corbin, man, Corbin, I'm sinking into the rug. I'm sinking in the rug, Corbin. I don't like that's like that's how it felt. But like I will say this: the 50 minutes that we were Wayansless was insufferable we were worse off without marlon wayans i that he made it much better i because there was and that's and that's the crazy thing is like you can see that he is just like being told to be funny and you're like man there are there's there there's but all the energy all the energy but like oh it sucked all the energy we were just left with wet face and she's all that (laughs) that's what we were left with yeah, because yeah, because he didn't like Marlon Wayans wasn't doing anything good, but at least there, I don't know, there was noise to keep you awake. Like I don't like I don't it was, to keep you was, watching. There was energy because like, I really did check out towards the end of it. I was just there's, like, there's a moment that he has that would be like charming and almost like he's calling out fantasy tropes. Like he's kind of with us in this thing. Like he's part of the audience where he's just like because the because wet face just goes, be careful, snails, and snails looks back at him and says, hey, you too, man. <laughs> yeah, and, and then he like, like laughs and like shuffles it off, and he's like, "We're just we're and just that, fucking around." Right? And that was one that and I'm it was like, like, I was like, in a, I was like in a better movie because like the idea of like the characters who 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 play up the fact, like, oh yeah, we're in like this type of story. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like the characters who are aware, like that would work. But it, you know, I don't know. It's, like there, and and it's moments like that where I was like, oh man, this is great because like it's like in a movie that it, that something like that works in is like in Guardians of the Galaxy. Where uh, uh, Chris Pratt character saves Zoe Zeldana, she's floating out in space, and like mm-hmm. gives her a mask, and then they're inside, and he's laying on her, and he's like, "I just saw you, and I had to save you, and I just, I'm, I'm so brave." And then she's like, "Ugh," and then pushes him off. I'm like, "That's the same kind of thing," because it undercuts what we're <laughs> used to. That's what they did in this moment, so it would have worked if the movie had any other and good thing in it. Uh, there's there are about. I don't know. We've named maybe what three, four total moments that actually work. Uh, there's only two for me. There's two. For two you. Mo- I like, like that. I mean, again, that little moment's movie. all right, but it, it it did. They didn't earn it in this movie. No. But I. But like I. I like. I like the carpet trap and the tile flipping. So that's not good. When I like just two floor, two things placed on floors, you didn't make a good movie. What? You didn't like oh, all of my whisper acting. No, Domador, I don't like your whisper acting. Oh. oh it's, it's. I'll have that thing come out of my ears again. Oh, don't. Oh, oh. ew. Oh. Oh, no. 
no, ow, he's, uh, uh, he's touching me with it. He's touching. Uh, Ugh. This episode of Advanced BS is brought to you by Mountain Dew Baja Blast. Oh, don't, come on, Dom. Where did the ad, Domador? Quit touching me with your ear tentacles. Stop it. Ugh. I'm sorry, guy. I'm sorry. I got to get this guy out of my apartment. Uh, thanks for listening. We're going <laughs> to. The next episode coming up will be our. Uh, our maybe wrap up of a part of D&D. We don't really know what we're going to do with our D&D quest because we might kind of keep it going. We're not sure. But, we're, but, uh, we're trying to we're trying to figure it out. We're trying But to we're going to we're work, trying work our best to get to like a nice ending point to end the mm-hmm. the series off mm-hmm. and then it might be a thing we keep doing. We'll see. We haven't, we haven't really we'll decided we'll yet. See. We'll see. Uh but September too cuz now that we're in September, so we're going to kind of finish D&D month. September is going to be kind of a whatever month. We're going to do a couple other weird things that we've wanted yeah, to do. Yeah, yeah. Cuz there, there's some one-off things we wanted to do. We might do them this month. Yeah, I feel like this is a good this might this might be a great one-off because we've done because yeah. now we've done like a bad movie review, which is something we all we like, and we haven't done one of these in a while because we haven't done yeah. this since the the Jurassic World review, and we, and we just I mean that's something that we love. We love we watching. Like, yeah, bad I love movies. I love talking about these. No, they're so weird and movies. so much. I, that's that's why I encourage you to to watch it because frankly, I would encourage them to watch it if there was if if there was a way to rent it, but I don't want mm, people buying. Yeah, don't this don't movie. buy. This I don't want people to buy this movie. Find a way to watch it for learn free. Don't pay for this movie. Learn Portuguese. Learn Portuguese. And then, watch it. then watch it on YouTube. You'll be enriching your life. First check. First, make sure it's Portuguese, because I that might be a lie. I, it's just a language I don't know. So I, I, I would feel better for you to learn Portuguese, then watch it and be like, this isn't Portuguese at all. This is Icelandic language. or Cause, something. Yeah, because now you're putting in a lot of work into watching this movie when you could have just bought it. Because Rosetta Stone is so much more expensive. But uh, but so, yeah, so... so Part six of D and D will be our, our next episode coming up once we get that going, and then and then yeah, and then we'll you'll know when we know what's coming after that. Uh, but uh, Caleb, this was fun. Yeah, I enjoyed it. it I had fun. fun. It was it was fun. I, that that part, I it's the company you're with, really, because exactly. you can watch any bad movie, but with this guy. I know I'm gonna have a good time. Exactly, this guy, and we haven't done it in a while. We used to do it a lot. We haven't had time recently to watch a oh, bad we've movie. We got such so busy schedules. So it's, oh. So it's, <laughs> oh darn! Oh, Just getting so, work is hard. So busy with our lives and our Ooh. work. And our <laughs> success is hard, guys. You can't watch Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, but uh, you can't make time for garbage movies when you're actually getting work. <laughs> well, then especially when we do get together, it's this. It's you know, for it's, the, it's, it's, it's for, for recording. More work. And especially this last month has been us all getting together and then playing a game for three hours. So it's like that's that's actually a really good hangout. We get to just you know parlay it into this, you mm-hmm. know. But is parlay the right word for that? Transition it. Transition is that what it means? Yeah. Parlay. Parlay. Just sort of a talk. Farlay. I know parlay. I know parlay. Farlay. For Chris Farlay. Okay, Mar- Martha. My fiance Martha is in the corner. She's giving me thumbs up, which are throwing me off, and I do not appreciate that. Don't. Have, oh, you bitch. You- oh, <laughs> oh boy. All right. Well. Uh, Thanks for uh, thanks for listening to this and uh, uh, iTunes, SoundCloud, download, subscribe. Yeah, advanced BS on the Facebook uh, podcast at gmail.com. At gmail.com. Send, send us a suggestion of a bad movie or hey. a topic you'd love to hear us jaw about for a yeah, moment. Yeah, especially since yeah, we're we're kind of grabbing where we don't know what we're gonna do yet for yeah, like we're, October. We're and interested stuff, so. in what you guys think and tell us about. Uh, give us feedback on the D and D podcast on Facebook yeah. or uh, or the last couple of months what you thought I've, about I've us been, doing. And I've been about, hearing, I've been hearing good things, but people like the D and D month. Uh, yeah. I've, people. I've I've talked to have liked it exactly give us give us feedback on uh, on guests you've heard we've had yeah. four or five guests i mean like don't i mean obviously don't be a jerk about it but like, like they're, but they're gonna suggest guests to us no no, no i'm saying give us feedback on oh guests feedback on feedback guests. yes yes yeah. or like or, or just how yeah, you felt cri- about a, a different a different point of view coming in email us and critique our friends is what we're saying yeah yeah no we want it we <laughs> we want to hear everything that's yeah. wrong with yeah them. we want to talk shit about our friends with you strangers that's yes. what yes <laughs> <we wanna, laughs> um 
we gotta we gotta end this let's thing. Let's wrap it up. Let's we've put spent, a bow on this, it. We've spent too much. This movie is this is the most time this has been spent on this movie in in the last sixteen years. Yep. <laughs> so, yep. Yep. But uh, we're, also, we're we're really we're it's a real Minnesotan goodbye with this cast. Today. <laughs> it's one of those where you're like, oh well, I'm gonna leave, and then you're like, up uh, thirty minutes of discussion. And well then, then, oh, let's, well I'm gonna leave. Let's get real Irish with this goodbye then. <laughs>